0: Hello everybody, Ella J here on behalf of WrestleZone and today I'm joined by an international superstar, the woman with three faces, Calypso. How are you doing today?
1: I'm good. I'm so excited to do this
0: interview. Me too. You know, I'm super excited because it's not very often I get to chat with people. I talk to a lot of like the UKers and all that, but it's not too often I get to talk to a woman from Paris, France. So I just want to say I'm super honored to be chatting with you here today. You call yourself the woman with three faces. I know part of this persona was drawn from your background and plays, and you like to keep things a little bit mysterious with this persona. But can you kind of further explain the origin story behind the woman with the free with the three faces and what this moniker
1: specifically means to you um well I, I I came out with this gimmick during the pandemic yes uh I was doing a lot of like research on how to improve uh, myself in wrestling because I've before the pandemic it was like maybe three years that I've been into wrestling and I didn't really have a gimmick like I was wrestling but didn't really have a gimmick. And I've always loved like wrestlers that had like a great gimmick that we still remember now. And I wanted to find something. Uh so I did a lot of research in what I am and everything. And it's kind of like a part of me. Um, but like exaggerated. Because uh since I was little, I always always had like very like extreme mood swings. Like I could go from happy to mad, like really, really fast. And my mom like kept always, always telling me that I was like, kind of like a lunatic sometimes. So I was like, maybe I need to put that into my uh, work and into my gimmick. So that's kind of like a part of me that I like exaggerated and put it into my gimmick.
0: Yeah, like you said, a lot of this identity was born throughout the COVID-19 pandemic. You mentioned doing a lot of research. I'm curious, can you talk about more about that process and that research that you did specifically, what you looked into when you were trying to create this character now?
1: um, Well, I asked a lot about uh, to my mom about like how it was when I was little and how I used to act. Because, you know, when you're a child, you act very natural very spontaneous so I wanted to like ask my mom on how I, how I was when I was a child um, and she told me that so I was like okay that's interesting I need to use that and then I, I used to do a lot of theater and stuff so that's why the mask and the tragedy mask and stuff so yeah that was like a lot of like searching from who I was when I was a child and and especially like the child that dreams to be a wrestler one day. So I felt like me as a child was like the more um, like interesting um, like thing to research.
0: Yeah, it's hard to because everybody's like first memories or childhood is always kind of fuzzy, especially those early years. So it's good that you got like a parent's perspective from that who kind of knows you the best. And obviously you mentioned you have this background in plays and theaters. I don't know the extent of that. So can you kind of talk about your experience and background in that realm specifically?
1: Yeah, well, um, my parents always like wanted us like me and my brothers and sisters like to do like sports and be active and stuff so i've always been doing like something um when i was little little i started with the judo um i did like maybe seven years of judo um and then i discovered wrestling when i was like seven something like that um and yeah, I discovered that I kept doing judo because it was like the m- most similar thing to wrestling. Then I started gymnastic, dance, like a lot of things, and theater because I've always loved to entertain people. So theater was like a lot of like, of like entertaining, you know. And uh, then at 16, I started wrestling. Uh, in a school in France and yeah, everything started from there.
0: I feel like with all of that background before wrestling, like gymnastics, dance and theater, I feel like it kind of all in in judo, I feel like that all kind of definitely molded you to be able to adapt to wrestling more easily, I think, because you have that background in entertainment and also staying physically fit and like keeping up with the stamina and all of that. So would you say that transition to wrestling then, obviously it's not easy, but would you say it was more seamless because of your background and everything else?
1: Yeah, I think it was pretty easy to start because, like, you know, since I was a kid, I wanted to wrestle and I yeah. couldn't because I was too little. So I always tried to, like, find something that could help me one day to wrestle, you know. And, yeah, so I think, like, when I started, like, I already knew how to bump and stuff like that. So it was, like, very easy for me to start because I had, like, everything that helped me.
0: Yeah. So I think, especially being backed by, uh, everything that you had in entertainment sports wise, physicality wise kind of set you up for, I feel like to get ahead of the curve, especially starting out with your training. And now here you are what seven years later, that's incredible to see where you are now and kind of going back to your character as the woman with three faces for a minute, you have multiple masks that you wear, which obviously can signify good versus bad heel and baby face. Can you talk about the significance and like the colors and just the significance of the masks that are paired with this character presentation?
1: Basically, it's like, um, there's like, it's basically there's three Calypsos. Yeah. The one with no mask that's like pretty neutral Mm -hmm. and pretty like focused into like um, doing uh, her match and winning her matches. Um, The happy face mask, is more about loving people and loving everyone around her and just like, just wanna like give love to everyone. And the sad mask is more like the darkest side, like, you know, like the the hate that she has inside of her and everything and just all that that comes out of her during the match.
0: Yeah, I feel like, I mean, you've got all your bases covered too as well. I feel like it, you know, it perfectly signifies and you can, whether you're designated as good or 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 bad if you have a mask ready to go pretty much, which I think is awesome. And kind of specifically in that character presentation is also your ring gear and all of that. You've got a little bit of metallic going on there. I've also seen you sporting some white and gray, so it varies, but what would you say are some of your general sources of inspiration when you're crafting or envisioning your ring gear designs. What does that process look like for you?
1: Um, I don't know. It's just like how I feel like w- I've, I've always really been like into fashion and stuff. And I always love to like buy, you know, clothes and stuff. Like I, I, I spent all my money in clothes Mood. and I I feel like wrestling I needed to have like multiple gears and gears that I love and that, you know, like kind of looks expensive and looks like, you know, professional. When I was little, I used to like watch all the wrestlers and the women's wrestler that had all these beautiful gears. Yeah. They were sparkling. They were like like amazing. And I always dreamed to have like one of mine. So now that I can like design it, I'm like, oh, my God. And yeah, I know like what, suits me and what doesn't suits me and the colors that I love and everything so I just like draw something and I I was like drawing and drawing and you know over and over again until I find like the the gear that I love so yeah What? Well, yeah I
0: feel like there's I don't know. It's not, like, earthy neutral colors, but, like, it's it's very, like, they look expensive. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It's, like, very sleek and all of that. Like, I love, it's, like, gold, but it's also kind of bronzy. Then you have your white and gray gear, which I think looks really good. Is is there, like, a certain color pattern or, or certain colors that you find yourself sticking to or drawing towards? Um,
1: I feel like, yeah, the, the gold bronzy stuff, like, I really love. Um and yeah there's like I'm gonna have like a blue gear that's gonna come out soon and I used to have a blue gear before Yes. and since the beginning that I'm racing I always had blue so I think blue is like the color I'm like really into and yeah just like always like having new gears gonna have the blue one soon then probably gonna have a green one soon because green is my favorite color Uh, So, yeah, I don't know, but it's still going to have like the, the gold bronzy thing into it.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's your staple, especially with your, I don't know what you call it, but the outerwear piece that you come out and then you take off. I think it like sticking with that theme, because that's such a staple piece to your look. So I I kind of like how you tie that in. And you mentioned, you know, growing up, watching all these figures in, in, in wrestling and their gear. I'm curious between then and now, who do you think has had the best ring gear game or aesthetic then and then now as well?
1: I. I. Th- oh my god that's a hard question <laughs>
0: there's a lot of people with good gear
1: yeah and i that was one thing that i love about wrestling was gears that, that i've always loved that um i th- i think back then when i was a kid it was like melina's outfit that i loved because like she had like those furry sometimes do, for entrance like this furry yeah. thing that she put behind her and yeah i loved her gear um now oh my god now there's they they do so much with the gears now um I feel like Liv Morgan has like amazing gears um all the Japanese girls like they 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 have amazing gears like that's crazy they have like so many details in them um yeah I don't know who has the best I, I couldn't
0: I couldn't give one name I you can give multiple just kind of whose did you admire or do you appreciate that's all
1: oh my god oh there's so many yeah Liv Morgan I gotta say Liv Morgan because like her girls is always like agree. amazing Mm-hmm.
0: I agree she's amazing she's also one person who I've asked this question to multiple people because I love like different people's perspective she's one I would say besides Sasha Banks Mercedes Monet that comes up consistently in this conversation, because I absolutely agree to like ring your game strong. So she knows who she is and it just looks so well put together, you know, and I'm curious, part of your journey is also this growth, you know, one of the challenges that you had was creating your persona, which you're maybe, you know, it's never a, a fluid thing. People are always evolving their own characters, but outside of the character aspect, can you kind of talk about some of the challenges that you have Faced in your career so far and how did you cope with or approach them
1: um to answer that i gotta like give some background about me yeah. in wrestling so basically i started wrestling at 16 like in a small like promotion in france called wrestling stars yes um and basically uh there they are very very old school so exclusive they yes put, they taught me like the old wrestling french wrestling style so um, for my first three years i was uh wrestling on the wrong side because you know you have a side like on wrestling like you you wrestle on the left side i used to wrestle on the right side i know that like in um uh, in the lucha libre they used to wrestle well they they rest, still wrestle on the right side but So I had to, like, learn that again when I left. And when I was there, I learned, like, pretty much just matches. Like, I was doing one match, like, the same exact match for a year, an entire year. And then we would change the match and then do it again for an entire year. So I wasn't really improving myself there. So after three years there, I was, like, kind of sick of it. And I wanted to, like, evolve so i got out of this promotion and went to apc in france uh, and started training there so with like rick salem Blanc, and everyone every french guy over there um and yeah i learned like the real wrestling like how you really wrestle um but so still now i have like some um hard time like with you know, like some technical stuff in wrestling, like chain wrestling and stuff like that. Because like, there's so many stuff that you need to learn as a beginner that I didn't. And I was just thrown very fast in the ring and didn't really have like the basics of wrestling. So it was really hard. And still now it's very hard for me, like with just like the basic stuff because I didn't learn that Mm -hmm. in the beginning. So I'm trying to work on that like on my in-ring and my technical stuff and, and the psychology too and everything.
0: You had a recent special opportunity. You didn't get to wrestle her, but you did get to share the locker room with wrestling legend, Mickey James, who's one of my absolute favorite people. During an appearance at ABC in France, you posted a photo of you meeting her, recalling the younger version of yourself, looking up to her and imitating her theme song. Take us back to that moment specifically and what it meant to you.
1: Oh my God. um, That was just a crazy moment like I was really looking forward to that show because she was gonna be there and I feel like that was an accomplishment of like all my dream because like yeah when I was a kid she was one of the first like wrestler I saw her and Melina were my favorites when I was a child and I saw her and I, I was like I loved her and when I was Ten, I got the opportunity to go to WrestleMania twenty sixth, and I saw her wrestle, and I was just amazed. And my um, my I I think it was my dad or one of my brother that took the picture that I posted, and it was during uh, Mickie James' entrance, and I was just like, really like. It was at this moment that I wanted to wrestle, like that I wanted to do this so. When I saw her and shared the backstage with her, it was just like an amazing moment. Like it was like, oh my god! Like the child in me was like, oh my god, that's that's why you do that. Like that that's your dream. Like that was one of your role model, and now like you 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 you're, 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 you're kind of like co-workers with her now. So like that was just amazing. And she's like amazing. She's so sweet. She's just like oh my god (laughs) I can
0: attest to that that's my homegirl I can attest to that yeah can you can you talk about more about uh Mickey and Melina's kind of influence on you growing up um I don't
1: know I think it was because she they they didn't really look like the the the, the other wrestler at that time like they 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 stood out of it and they like kind of not that there's anything wrong with the other girls of course but they show like something else and yeah it was just like girls that I could identify more to than the other ones so yeah I don't know like that they influenced me so much into what I'm doing now and yeah I think that, you know, what a, a
0: full circle thing. Have you had the opportunity to interact with Melina yet? I was going to say, we need that
1: full circle with her too. <laughs> no, I never. That's my, that's actually my dream. Like to just like being able to talk to her and say thank you for everything she did to me because she, she done she's done for me because like she helped me so much when I was a kid. Like I was looking up to her. Yeah. And Mickey James, I, I was able to say that to Mickey James, but not Melina. Hopefully, yeah. one day. But yes, that 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 will be amazing. Fingers crossed.
0: Both of them, I've had the opportunity to meet both of them. They're both great, and I feel like, especially with your kind of connection and and inspiration drawn from them, it just needs to happen. Or somebody just needs to book a match between you guys. Hello. Oh <laughs> Please, <laughs> that would be my dream. <laughs> oh fingers crossed you never know you never know in wrestling you know but you've had the opportunity to kind of learn from and also work with a lot of legends and vets in the wrestling game you yourself are kind of becoming a vet now it's been about seven years you know but what what would you say has maybe been the best piece of advice or words of wisdom that you've received so far in your career and who did it come from
1: oh my god i got so much because i had the chance like travel with a lot of like good people, uh, yeah. especially like some friends like Tristan Archer, Aigle Blanc Senza Volto, like. But I think it was like from Tristan Archer. Um, it was like my first like really real time at WXW It was was it was for Shortcut to the Top, um, 2022, I think uh it was my first time in germany for wxw um and i had like a a big panic attack after the match because i like messed up something in the match so i was like really worried because that was one of my goals to reach wxw and after the match i had like a huge panic attack because i felt like i messed up everything and that they were never gonna book me again and that I missed my chance and stuff and so I was having this panic attack and I went outside to breathe and Tristan came and he just like he was like you're okay no one else except you and your opponent knew what was gonna happen uh so you need to calm down you know it's okay and he, he just like told me like stuff that like really like helped me like because i used to like stress a lot and i have a lot of anxiety before my matches and since then i've been like really more chill now with my matches and stuff i still like have a little bit of stress but like now i can manage more because like i don't know there was so many times with tristan that we talked during the road and everything Mm -hmm. and just helped me so much like he was just like you need to do that to have fun. You know, you need to like, you you don't need to stress about it. You need to be excited about it. So it's just like helped me so much.
0: <laughs> and I, I know you were really excited about a, a recent accomplishment or I should say placement that you earned on the PWI women's 250 list where you ranked at number 173. I mean, amazing first of all congratulations on that that's in, incredible to especially to to have that european representation on the list where i feel like doesn't get a lot of spotlight that was amazing so can you talk about your initial reaction to not only finding this out but also what this honor meant to you
1: honestly i i, I didn't think one bit that I was going to be on it like really really didn't think i was going to be on it because like i feel like i I feel like I can like improve a lot and I'm not at all at my top level and I still have a long way uh, to be like one of the best so when I saw that I was in there I was like what the heck I was expecting other French girls like I would ML is on it like from yeah. France but I was expecting her to be a lot more higher I was expect expecting like Mila Smith to be in it I was expecting Ki- Kira Kimera to be in it, but I wasn't expecting me at all, like I was like I'm gonna be like 251 or something like mm-hmm. that, you know but like when I saw that I was in there and there was only ML2 and not like Mila and Kira I was like shocked, you know because I feel like they deserved it like way more than me because they did a lot of more like matches than me and I mean like Mila did like wrestled pretty much all year did. and i was like shocked that she wasn't in it and kira too and I, I was just like what the heck when i saw it uh and i i bought like the pwi like thing and i was like looking through it and i was like searching for them i was like what the heck
0: yeah, but, I yeah mean... that
1: was just like that, that was just an honor to be honest. I, I started crying when I saw, like, my name. When I, I started crying and I like, texted my family and they sent them the t- screenshot and they were so proud of me. They were like, oh, my God. And t- t- it was just amazing, like, to, to have this. It just, like, encouraged me and just helped me, like, like, it motivates me to do better, you know? Yeah, and I mean it's a you know wrestling is so
0: subjective and and like it's such a it's such a unique sport you know but I feel like it's really validating. You wouldn't have been on there if you didn't deserve it, so you should be very proud of yourself, you know. And I feel like the European wrestling scene outside of the UK because I feel like they get a little bit more buzz, but I feel like it's slowly budding and. Hopefully next year we get some more representatives from France on there, you know, two of you is good, but you know, like you said, there's a whole scene in there that is worth taking a look at and that is really rising and I know part of this kind of cultivating this, you know, European wrestling scene is bringing in some outside competitors you have had the opportunity especially this year I feel like to work with many competitors from outside the continent of Europe high on Delmi exO becca Nicole Matthews are some names that come to mind can you talk about this experience of working with talent from outside of the European bubble
1: oh my God that's just amazing because you 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 get to like learn a lot uh because like, unfortunately like in France we always like wrestle the same people and even in Europe you end up like wrestling all the time like the same people and being able to wrestle them it just like like taught me a lot more in wrestling how how to work like a different way and like being able to like get some new stuff in and have another point of view on wrestling in so yeah I I was so grateful to being able to work them because they're just like so sweet at first for, well, first they're so sweet. And yeah, they, 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 they taught me like so many things in wrestling and doing the match and stuff. And just like, it's just amazing. Like to being able to wrestle them, like that's just so cool. <laughs>
0: I'm curious for you to, you know, the scope is, I feel like, growing all over the world. We got representatives on all continents except Antarctica, of course. So are there any other talents from non-European countries that you're hoping to work with in 2024 coming up?
1: Um, they, still, there's a lot of them, of course, but I feel like... um. It's more like Japanese girls that yeah. I would love to wrestle, because I didn't have the chance yet. Well, I I I I wrestled a Japanese girl in Finland, but yeah. she she was from Finland. Well, she's Japanese, but she didn't wrestle in Japan yet. Now she's in Japan, but um, other than that, I didn't have like the chance to wrestle like Japanese girl. But, so that would be my goal because they have like. Such a different style and different way to work. So I would love to like have that chance to to work with them. Yeah, I know what going to
0: Japan is one of your big goals. I have two questions, two more questions for you. Outside of traveling to Japan and, you know, across the world, what are some of your personal and professional goals in the next year or so in and outside the wrestling space?
1: Um well. Yeah, that would be, like, to still, like, wrestle, like, a lot around. Uh, I would love to make my UK debut. Like, I would love that. I was supposed to have my UK debut, um, but before the pandemic, but it got canceled because of the pandemic. Yeah. So, and I didn't have the chance to to go back there. So that would be my, my, one of my goals to go to the UK um japan of course um yeah just like being able to wrestle a lot and travel a lot and just have like to to have the chance to like wrestle like different like person and learn from everyone and just and everything like and i have the the chance to like train uh, also like with different people and stuff like i would love to like go in japan and train there because you you you, you got to learn like some amazing stuff over there yeah and I mean you'd be
0: learning um I'm sure you've maybe learned some strong style but that especially is kind of the style that's in Japan and with working I'm I'm curious with working with talent from like North America have you kind of had to adapt to like a, a different technique or style when working with them I'm just curious cuz I know different places have like different styles or different ways that they approach wrestling so have you come across that in your work with the North American girls
1: um I feel like it was good because they 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 really like work with the crowd, yeah. And that's the thing that I love. Like they take the time to like you know like stop the match and listening to the crowd and just like you know like involve with the crowd in it. And that's the thing I really love because like they 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 are able to put the match on hold to just like appreciate the moment. And that's the thing that I really love like working with them and. Yeah, I, I I mean, like, I've always been, like, good to, like, adapt to, to different styles. So, I'm like, that was okay with me. But, like, I don't know. They have, like, this, you know, this vibe that's different. Like, they, they're really into, like, the entertainment yeah. stuff. And not just, like, they're not, like, rushing into things. Like, I was so used to, like, wrestle with girls that, like, you know, like, was like really into the match and just like rushing and then they like put the match on hold because they heard like there's a a, the crowd is saying something that they're just like okay that's the moment to hear the crowd and stuff so and that's the thing i have a hard time with to just like listen to the crowd okay let's go yeah because because like we said
0: wrestling is a a People call it a performance art. It's also a combat sport, though. It's a very unique thing that blends a lot of theatrical and athletic elements that you really don't get in any other sport. So taking that in, like you said, that entertainment element and the theatrics of it, you know, I feel like it's a such a a special opportunity to not only like hone your craft but your character as well. You know, so you know, you learn as you go. Everybody is still learning. Nobody is perfect in anything they do. So I. that that's a cool opportunity another cool aspect too of working with people from from outside kind of your comfort zone you know but uh, to close things out you know i kind of we've talked about your career and everything thus far is there a particular match or moment that really that you feel really proud of or that stands out to you and why um
1: that i feel like every matches that i've done so far is very precious to me because i've been able to learn something from every match that i yeah. had so choosing one is gonna be hard um um th- there's there's maybe like maybe like two matches okay. uh the one that i had against nicole matthews at yes. femme because like she's just amazing in what she's doing and she's just like she knows her stuff you know and she just like it was at the at a moment that I was like feeling like that I wasn't in, improving in wrestling and I was like going the da, like you know down the road and I was like wrestling really bad and stuff and I was like kind of mad at my and myself for that and she just like she, she 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 was able to give me a match that really like helped me like was like okay I did a good match you know because my trainers well my real trainer Eglo Blanc was backstage and he saw my match and he was like very proud because it was like okay now you did a good match and you can be proud of yourself and I, I was so happy to have that so she, she gave me like my confidence back so that was very special the other one uh was like that was the last match i had it was in germany at pressing cult against millie mackenzie and i injured myself during this match and i was like uh very disappointed because i i was very looking forward to wrestle against millie mackenzie again because she's just amazing yeah and so that was uh ruined because I injured myself, but it took me, like, it it gave me a chance to, like, step back and just, like, think about my career and myself and my health because I was very, like, neglecting my my uh, my health. So now, like, that that gives me the chance to, like, improve in some, like, stuff to, like, prevent me from being injured again. So... Uh, yeah that was the, the two things I think that's helped me a lot
0: yeah and you know and especially I mean taking care of your, I feel like in anything you know sometimes we can get so lost in our work but especially in what you're doing that is not only physically but mentally and emotionally demanding to kind of taking that step back to kind of rebuild and regroup I feel like sometimes we need those wake-up calls you know maybe not Injury obviously isn't good, but sometimes we need those, I feel like wake-up calls, you know, to keep keep ourselves in, in line and keep continuing to improve. But Calypso, before we let you go, can you please share where the listeners can find you online and support you?
1: Uh you can find me on pretty much every social media: Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, uh not Twitter now, now it's X. It's <laughs> same thing, yes. Twitter <laughs> TikTok, uh, pretty much everywhere, Uh, and it's Calypso Brunel everywhere except for Instagram. Instagram is it's Calypso, Uh, so yeah. And I'm the most active on Instagram,
0: and you can find all of her links to in one place in her link tree. You can go to Instagram, go find the link in her bio. Everything is there for merch and all of her social media sites and all of that calypso thank you so much for chatting with me today it's been an absolute pleasure
1: thank you so much for having me that was an honor